as far as losing weight is concerned, it's super simple. You just need to understand, you know, what is the cost of this food? Cost is calories. So you have $2,000 of a budget every single day and you want to have a burger. Okay. Well, you figure, uh, you know, you might have to start looking things up and that's going to be, I'll get that here in a second, but you know, a burger is 800 calories. Okay. So 2000 minus 800. Now you only have 1200 calories left for your day. You know, it's, it's very simple math and you can eat whatever you want to. I want to really make and drive that point home for you guys is you don't have to limit yourself. Eat the fun foods, have fun, just understand what you're eating and what the cost of that food is. Become better today than you were yesterday, every day. That is our motto. Together, we will change the world by changing ourselves, by living to our full potential and becoming the best versions of ourselves that we can possibly be. Together, we will teach, inspire, motivate, and lead by example to show those around us that there is more to life than just existing. Together, we can create, build, and become more than average. Welcome to the Legion Lifestyle Podcast. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking a uh, quick life update. I got a dog. And uh, we're going to be talking about being sick, how to recover, should you train while you are sick. Then we're going to dive into New Year's resolutions. Most of them are going to be around fitness. So we talk about basic nutrition, keeping it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. If you guys haven't already, give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at The Legion Lifestyle. You can find my personal Instagram at I'm Dean, and so can you. I'll have all that leaked down below. You can also send us an email with any questions or comments or concerns you guys have at thelegionlifestyle at gmail.com. I am just getting over being sick, so sorry if I drone on a little bit with this episode. I'm uh, on the tail end of it, but haven't fully kicked it yet. We're getting there. But anyways, I'm sorry for missing last week's episode. First one out of the uh, life of the show so far, and hopefully it'll be the only one, but we'll see how it goes. Anyways, with all being said, let's get into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Legion Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Dean, back again. Uh, just recovering from being sick a little bit, so sorry I had to miss an episode there. I did not have anything backlogged for me. But we're back, we're here, we're getting things out. Uh, some cool life updates. I, I got a dog while I was sick. Uh, last weekend I just picked up a dog and uh, her name is Ava. She's a Dutch Shepherd and she is the sweetest thing. So if you hear any uh, whining or barking or scratching in the background, that's just her. So while I was sick, I thought it was kind of a good thing to talk about being sick and living this kind of lifestyle. I don't think I've really touched with this at all in the podcast so far. So should you... What what should you do while while you're sick? You know, a lot of people just want to power through it, keep doing what they're doing. But one of the best things that I can probably tell you all to do is take a break, recover, make healing or getting over whatever illness you have your priority. You have a cold, you don't want to spread it to anybody else. So just stay home as much as you can, recover, stay hydrated. You're all, if you're living this lifestyle, you're already doing all the things that you should be doing anyways. You're staying hydrated. You're taking your vitamins. You're eating right. When you're sick, none of that should change. If anything, make an extra emphasis on being hydrated. So you're because when you're when you're sick, I know when I'm sick, and uh, it's a lot easier to be dehydrated. My body doesn't want to hold on to anything, 
And uh, especially if you get, you know, really snotty, you're blowing your nose all the time. Well, that's a lot of fluid that you're going to be losing throughout the day. So make sure you're staying very hydrated. I know that preach that anyways, but while you're sick, is going to help a lot. And then personal preference, I think honey is a uh, natural remedy for a lot of things. So if you can, if you're not allergic to it, put honey in absolutely everything that you possibly can. I like to make a hot tea uh, to wind down at the end of the day. I'll put honey and lemon in it. That uh, that also seems to help me quite a bit. Make sure you're taking some vitamin C, upping the vitamins. Just take your multivitamin. That's that's just life advice in general. Take your fucking multivitamins. It's going to help you a lot in the long run. Give your body what it needs to function properly. A big question I've been asked is uh, when you're sick, because everyone you know, where I'm from right now is getting sick right now. Is Should you go to the gym when you're sick? My answer for that is no. You, you should take a time off. And this is my opinion. Uh, so if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong and we can uh, debate it in the comments down below. Or you can send us an email at legionlifestyle.gmail.com or uh, on our Instagram, Facebook page. You all know. They'll be linked down below. If you guys want to uh, tell me I'm wrong, please go do so. But I don't think you should go to the gym. You should stay home. You should focus on your recovery. Because when you're training, when you're going to the gym, what you're doing is you are wearing out your CNS, your central nervous system. You know, it's firing that up. So it's doing all these other things. And so now it's distracting your CNS from fighting off this uh, this uh, virus or whatever illness that you have. So instead of putting as much effort as it can, in, can into that, now it's putting all its effort into, well, we're lifting this weight, we're running, we're uh, getting the blood flowing. I think a little bit of blood flow is good. So, you know, if, if you're feeling up to it, maybe go for a walk. But I would try to stay out of the gym. Um, not only is it just going to be better for you to recover in the long run, but it is also going to help prevent that infection. So once you start to feel a little down, just take a few days off uh, because more than likely, at least in my experience, if I take time off, I'm only going to deal with that cold for about two thirds the amount of time. You know, I'm going to get better a couple days sooner and I would rather uh, halt, take a few days off instead of going and getting some shitty workouts and just to say I did it, then take the time to actually just recover. I, I feel a lot better doing that. Um, sorry if my brain gets a little, the, distracted here and there trying to watch my dog make sure she doesn't eat anything and then also uh i'm still recovering from my getting sick myself today was my first day back in the gym and i just got a quick one in because i'm still not 100 percent, and i don't want to uh wear myself out when i already don't have a whole lot in the tank to go off of anyways to recover the quickest i think yeah just making sure that you're hydrated and you're eating properly already you just want to keep doing all the things you already know that you should be doing but minus the, the physical aspect of it and uh, put a little bit more emphasis on getting the rest that you need, that your body needs to recover. Anyways, moving on to uh, the main topic here is most people's New Year's resolutions uh, is going to be based somewhere around fitness, whether it's just losing weight or going to the gym or whatever it is. Uh, most people that you talk to, their New Year's resolutions are going to be fitness orientated. And we see, as average gym goers, we see it in the gym all the time this time of year. There is a plethora of new gym goers in the gym, which is awesome. But it always makes me kind of sad because most of them aren't going to last. That's a sad truth because they're going to go balls to the wall. And they're going to complicate things and they aren't going to know what they're doing. Because they... 
they don't take the time to actually figure it out. So if, if you are new to this lifestyle and you are starting this as a New Year's resolution, you have to first off, you really need to realize that this is not just a diet or this is not just a workout program. This is your lifestyle. This is who you are. This is something that you're going to have to do for the rest of your life. If you want to be healthy, you have to do it for the rest of your life. It's not just a season. It's a continual thing. And if you don't continue it, it's going to stop. You can go on a diet or whatever it is. You can go balls of the wall. You can lose 100 pounds in the next six months. And if you don't continue that, once you're done with it, you lose the weight. If you go right back to your old lifestyle and your old habits and your old bad habits, you guess what? You're going to gain all that weight back and be right where you were. You're going to be the same fat piece of shit that you were at the beginning of it, you know? So it's best to take it slow and just figure it out. Make it the habits. Make the good habits. Dip your toes in the water. Get used to it. Make it a lifestyle. Make it who you are. Make it your new identity. You're this healthy person. You know, you're not doing this to lose weight. You're doing this because it's just who you are. So as far as the nutrition goes, I've done a few episodes on nutrition. So if you really want to get the the deep dive into it, uh, since this is just a solo episode, I'm just kind of getting some stuff out for you guys. I do have a really fun episode coming up next week for you guys. Uh, but I'm not going to spoil that too much. You'll have to do it next week to listen. So if you want to hear the uh, full in-depth nutrition episodes that I've done, go back and look at them. I think they're back in the uh, 20s or 30 episode numbers. I believe it's called the What the Fuck is Even Food? Something like that. I think where most people mess up when they are starting this out, they're going on their new diets or whatever, they make it so complicated that they don't understand anything. They don't know what they're doing. They make it just so complicated and they cut out entire things. You know, they think eating, eating right and losing weight, like I can't eat this, I can't eat this. And they take all the fun out of life. And uh, this is kind of inspired. I was helping out a friend of mine who, who was going through this too because he hit me up and I sat down with him and kind of ran him through the entirety of this. And I dumbed it down for him because basically there's calories, there's proteins, there's fats, and there's carbs. Those are the only things that you need to really know to, to we'll just stick to saying losing weight or uh, on, honestly going on a diet or, or whatever it is. Those are the only things you need to know. What are calories? Calories are the amount of energy required to burn a single, what is it, a gram of a, of a food? Or I can't, I'm, it's been a while since I've actually looked at my notes on this, but it's the amount of energy required to burn a unit of, uh, of food. So every single person has what is called a basal metabolic rate, which is going to be the amount of calories you burn at rest. So if you just wake up, lay down, and don't move for the entirety of, an, of a day, you're going to burn X amount of calories. Most uh, most everything averages out to about 2,000 calories a person. And that's fine if, if you don't really want to go on too in-depth on it. And you can just go off of 2,000 calories and you'll be right in the ballpark. So I'm just going to use that as a measurement because it's, it's just easy. So if you have 2,000 calories every single day, it does not matter what you put in your body. As long as you stay below 2,000 calories, you're going to lose weight. You can eat your entire daily budget in donuts. You can eat 2,000 calories worth of donuts every single day and you will lose weight. I don't recommend doing that because it's not good for you because there are still good and bad foods. 
it's at the end of the day, it's simple math. It's all numbers game. This whole losing weight, being eating right is a completely offshoot. But as far as losing weight is concerned, it's super simple. You just need to understand, you know, what is the cost of this food? Cost is calories. So you have $2,000 of a budget every single day and you want to have a burger. Okay, well, you figure, uh, you know, you might have to start looking things up and that's going to be, I'll get that here in a second, but you know, a burger is 800 calories. Okay, so 2,000 minus 800. Now you only have 1,200 calories left for your day. You know, it's it's very simple math and you can eat whatever you want to. I want to really make and drive that point home for you guys is you don't have to limit yourself. Eat the fun foods, have fun. Just understand what you're eating and what the cost of that food is and what toll that's going to take on your caloric budget. Because at the end of the day, if you want to lose weight, the formula for that is calories burned greater than calories consumed. As long as you do that, you will be losing weight. It's that simple. Now, when you start tying in exercise on top of that, then you're going to be burning even more. So if you eat that full 2000 calories every single day, um, okay, so let's say you burn 2000 calories at rest every single day and you eat 2000 calories, you're not going up, you're not going down, you're going to stay the exact same where you are right now. You throw in exercise on top of that, well, now you're burning more. So now you can eat that full your full calories for the day, go do a 30 minute workout, burn a couple hundred calories, and now you're going to start losing weight. Uh, I could be wrong on this number, but I think one pound of fat equals 13,000 calories. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong there. I think I remember that to be correct uh, number. So to burn a pound of fat, you need to, to burn 13,000 calories. So if you burn, you know, just with a light workout, 200 calories, uh, I don't want to do the math right now, but that's going to, you know, factor out how, how many days is it going to take you to burn a pound of fat, right? It's that easy. It's all simple math and you do not need to make it that difficult. Uh, I find explaining it like this to just be a lot like just kind of no shit bullshit or no bullshit common sense type, uh, you know, it's like, oh, that, that makes this super easy. Uh, when I was explaining to my friend, he was asking me a lot of like, well, should I not eat this or should I eat this only? And I'm like, no, eat, like, like I said, eat whatever you want. You know, if you, again, eat 2000 calories of fried pickles and hash browns and then you burn 200 calories on top of it you're gonna lose weight granted you might feel like shit and your body's not gonna be happy with you because eating a nice healthy balanced meal uh, diet is gonna be the best option overall and when it comes to healthy food too you can eat a lot more so one thing i always tell you like try and overeat on chicken and rice and you will not probably not bust over your, your caloric uh, budget every single day. So finding out kind of a, a baseline of what foods cost, we're sticking with that caloric budget and kind of uh, analogy here. So finding out what foods cost, like how many calories are in every food, because uh, we'll get into the proteins, fats, and carbs here in a minute, but that's going to start to complicate things a little bit more. And we're going to keep it nice and simple to start. So most every single restaurant out there on their websites, 
unless you're at a small local place, is going to have the calories per meal. I know if like, I go to Chipotle, for example, I believe that they even have it up on their menu. So look up there. When you, so let's say we're going to Chipotle for lunch, right? You walk in there, say, okay, uh, the rice has this many calories. A bowl has averagely this much calories. If I get it with this meat, it's this much more. If I get it with these toppings, it's this much more calories. You know, because it's easy to make a, a pretty, you know, a, I think the average chipotle bowl is going to be about a thousand to twelve hundred calories but then once you start adding on your sour cream and your cheese and your guacamole well now you're getting closer up to 15 to 1800 calories and if your caloric budget is only 2000 calories a day well that does not leave you with much room for the rest of your day and that is where i think a lot of people uh kind of uh kind of mess up and that's why they struggle to lose weight and that's why they struggle to uh keep weight off is because, uh, yeah, sure, Chipotle is a pretty decent place to eat. The, the food is not that bad for you. But let's say that you had, in the morning, three eggs with a, uh, a bagel and some coffee. And you have put creamer in that coffee. Well, that's not a hugely calorically dense meal. You know, it's probably maybe 500 calories or so. But so you have that for breakfast. That might be even less, four or 500 calories, something like that. And then you go to Chipotle and you get that. Well, now you're over your budget for the day. It's that easy to go over. So you need to be conscious about what you are putting into your body and what it costs you every single day. Because even if you go over your your caloric budget every day by 100 calories, that's still 100 calories that your body is going to be not burning and storing on you as body fat. And one thing that I was explaining to my friend is that you don't only have to think of this as a day-to-day. If you just keep a notebook with you and just kind of write down, keep a base track. And there's all sorts of apps out there too. If you want to uh, sign up for an app, like um, I'm not going to name any of them because they're not paying me, but go find one you like. A lot of them will have like barcode scanners even. So if you're if you're buying food and eating groceries at home, then you can scan the barcode and it'll tell you all the nutritional facts in there. And again, go back to my what the fuck is food episode. And we, I believe, uh, me and my old co-host go in detail on how to read food labels. And that's going to help you a lot too. understand the food labels, but quickly on it, the top number in big, bold numbers is going to be your calories and that per serving size. And you also need to be very conscious about the serving size. It's not, you know, if you buy a box of pasta, it's not 160 calories per box of pasta. It's per I don't know, like two ounces, which really is not that much. It's about a handful. So those are the kind of things that you need to be conscious of because, again, it's very easy. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. If you're eating too much of a good food, again, that's bad for you. Like uh, avocados, for example, they're pretty healthy food, but they're also very calorically dense food because they are have higher fat content. Now, speaking of fats, we're, let's dive into the proteins, fats, and carbs real quick. So protein, fat, carbs... They're the foundational blocks of all food. Protein is going to be mostly like your meats and stuff like that. Protein is also the foundation of your muscle. That's what your body needs. It, to re- it requires it to grow. Now, you're going to get most of your energy from your fats and your carbs. The biggest difference between fats and carbs is that carbs are going to be about 4 calories per gram, whereas fat is 6 calories per gram. So... Fattier foods, like your oils especially, like your oils and your um, just anything that's a lot of pretty fatty, is going to be a lot more calorically dense. So I know off the top of my head, like two 
tablespoons of olive oil is about 200 calories. So again, if you are cooking your meals, you can be cooking a really healthy dinner, put, you know, three or four tablespoons of olive oil in it. Well, now you're eating 400 more calories than you thought you were. Even if you're cooking with it, you know, it's still in there. Those fats are still in your food. They're soaking into your food. So now your meal is going to be a lot more calorically dense than you at first thought. But olive oil is healthy for you, isn't it? Yes, it is in moderation. And if you budget for it, just like everything, you need to pay attention to everything that you're putting into your food or everything that you're eating. That's also why going out to eat is going to be a lot more calorically dense because you're going to be frying things in butter and oil and everything else. And that's going to seep into your food and make it a lot more dense of a meal. And that's why if you go out and if you make a burger at home and you keep it very light, it's going to be a lot more cost effective than going out to McDonald's or something like that because they're going to be frying it in in their very greasy uh, environment with you know butter and oils and everything else, which again, that's where the calories start to add up, not to mention quality of food. We're not going to get that. That's not what this episode's about. So again, let's go back to the keeping track. So just keep a little notebook with you. Find one of those uh, meal tracking apps and just kind of play around with it. Find out you know, it's not that hard to kind of just keep it in the back of your mind, you know, the foods you averagely eat and what they cost calorie-wise. Now, finding out about how many calories you should be eating, again, if you really don't want to make it too complicated, then just stick with 2,000 calories a day. That's going to get you where you need to be. It's going to be pretty damn close. And then especially if you're exercising on top of it, you should be good. And Another rule of thumb I usually go by is, you know, if you're hungry, eat. If you're not hungry, don't eat. You should be good right there too. But when you do eat, make sure you're eating good quality food. Because like I said, you're not going to get fat eating chicken and rice and broccoli and, you know, and stuff like that. And again, to kind of round this all off, I just want to really drive home the point that this does not need to be complicated. When you overcomplicate things and really dive in head first and just make things so much more extra than they need to be. That's when they get hard. That's when you burn out. And that's when you're going to fail. Dip your toes in the water. Keep it simple. Make it easy on yourselves. And you do not need to to cut out all foods. You know, if you're at a, and another thing is you don't have to take this as a day to day type thing. Your budget is day to day, but it can also be week to week. So what I mean by that is You know, if you say on Wednesday, you know you're going to go out and you're going to have a big meal with your friends. Okay, Monday and Tuesday, only eat, say, 15 to 1600 calories. So that way, on the long term, your budgets, you have more to eat on Wednesday. So now you're kind of budgeting it in later on. You know, it's not a perfect science there. You can't really, you know eat a huge meal and blow over your budget by 3000 calories and just not eat for the next two days. That's not really how that works, but you can get a few extra hundred calories out of it that way and and not really uh, notice huge difference. Like I I know I do that. Like if I know I'm going to go out on Friday night and have a big meal, like for the next couple days leading up to it, I'm going to eat a bit lighter. I'm not going to not eat. I'm still going to eat. I'm still going to eat my energy because you need to be eating every single day. Our metabolisms, which is what our body uses to burn calories, burn food, is very fluid. If you stop eating, your metabolism is going to slow down. If you're eating a lot, your metabolism is going to speed up. 
but it has a cap and it has a floor. If you just stop eating, your metabolism is going to slow down. So when you go back to your normal eating habits, well, now your metabolism is at its lowest, but you're eating way much, so much more. So say your your peak is 2,500 calories, and that's that's the most your metabolism is going to burn. Again, I'm not a huge scientist, but this is just how things I've discovered. If if you're absolutely at your peak is 2,500 calories, and then you stop eating for a week, your metabolism is going to drop down. Now you're only burning 1,500 calories, but then you go back to eating 2,500 calories a day. Well, now you're blowing way over your budget. So keep it simple, keep it consistent, and just keep keep going, you know? The biggest thing with these New Year's resolutions is don't burn yourself out, take your breaks, and be dedicated and learn the discipline. Do not rely on motivation that's going to come and go, but I know you guys can do it. Anyways, I appreciate you guys tuning into this week's episode. I have a very special guest coming on next week. I cannot wait to uh, sit down and talk with her again. Anyways, get out there, get some training, and stay home if you're sick. Make yourselves feel better. Drink some water. I've got nothing else for you guys. Peace out, y'all.